Welcome to the Cone Phone. Today is the soft launch of the 49ers quality control merchandise. If you want to see what's up, what's available, 49ersqcmerch.com, 5% off CHP1, Cone Home, Cone, I don't know what it means, CHP1, California Highway Patrol, but it's a 5% discount. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Um, I intend to have, I'm working with Everett Kramer who uh, does a lot of the 49ers quality control graphics on Twitter. You may know Everett and Tony Culp, who is the mother of the cute little girl who called in a couple of weeks ago and said that Jimmy Garoppolo is still on the team. She's making everything. I think she's going to call in shortly. If she does, I will introduce you to her. Anyway, I just want to let you know, uh, if you want to call in link is in the description. I want to just do something real quick. I want to go through some camp stats that matter. I want to take stock of the 49ers now that there's a day off. There's been four days of camp. And I think it's important to look at some stats and really talk about what's going on with this team. We know the defense is good. They're intercepting lots of passes. Everyone's focused on the passing game. We'll talk about the passing game in a minute. But this is a team that's going to run the ball more than last year. Last year, they averaged about 125 rushing yards a game, about 29 carries a game. This year, they're going to average 32 rushing rushes a game, at least. They're going to be averaging 160, 170 rushing yards a game in that area. They're going to lead the league in rushing. They're going to run more than they pass. And so I think it's, let's look at what's happening in camp with the running game. I can't tell you yards and stuff because they're not tackling, but I can tell you carries with the first team. Everyone's thinking, is there going to be a committee? What's up with that? Uh, well, with the first team offense so far, carries are distributed like this. 18 for Elijah Mitchell, seven for Trey Lance. That's three design runs and four scrambles. Two for Trey Sermon, one for Jeff Wilson Jr., and one for Ray Ray McLeod. I think it's pretty clear that the Niners are going to use Elijah Mitchell like he's Terrell Davis or Alfred Morris. He's getting 20, 21 carries a game as long as he can stay healthy. He looks way bigger, 10 pounds heavier. That's the plan. Three down back. Elijah Mitchell, he'll get 20, 21 carries a game. Trey Lance going to get eight. Four design runs, three or four design runs, three or four scrambles, four or five scrambles. That's how that's going to go. And then you that puts you to 29, 30 carries right there. Then you got two for Debo, one for Ray Ray. And that's it. I mean, you might give another running back a carry, but essentially the other guys are on the team in case Elijah Mitchell gets hurt. You don't understand how many care, how many touches. How many yards Elijah Mitchell is going to get this year? They're going to give him as much as he can physically handle. Watch. I bet you. If, 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 if training camp is any indicator. So, okay. Really good run game. Trey Lance is going to be a part of it. Really good defense. What about the passing game? His completion percent. Right now, he's 26 of 50. Not great. Three picks. No touchdowns. Not great. Now, they haven't been in the red zone yet. I'm going to give you a, a passing stat that's going to leave you encouraged. The deep passing, right? That's what the whole thing is. Jimmy was efficient and accurate, but he couldn't throw deep. So Lance on the deep passes, 11 attempts in four, in four days, five completions. That's very good. But he also had three drops. So he's really pinpoint accurate down the field right now and passes 20 yards or more down the field. Five of 11 with three drops. That's got to make you feel good because the, the formula of this Niner team is like the formula of, you know, the Niner team from 10 years ago with Kaepernick or the Seahawks team from 10 years ago with Russell Wilson, play great defense, have the best running game in the league and have a quarterback who can make big plays a few with his arm and his legs. The Niners have that. The only question really with the Niners now is third down. Can they block well enough? Can Trey Lance move the chains efficiently enough? Because if he can't, then these drives are not going to stall, not going to be able to run the ball as much as, as they want. But like Kaepernick could, Russell Wilson could, if Lance can, if, if this is a decent enough third down offense, this offense is going to be really good because they're going to be able to dictate with, the, with their run game. They're not, they're just only going to throw as much as they need to, and they're going to be taking shots. Big plays. All right. Let me see if Tony, Tony's here. <laughs> Tony. Hey, Grant. How are you today? I'm good. Uh, thank you for coming on. Everyone, I want to put the, the little banner underneath. Tony is making all of the 49ers quality control merchandise. So when you purchase something, you are supporting Tony and her little one who called in. 
two weeks ago and informed everyone that Jimmy Garoppolo, in fact, is still on the 49ers. It's true. Anyway, could you tell people a little bit about yourself? Definitely. Um, so I'm a mother of two, married to my husband for 13 years, love the 49ers. Um, my husband usually is the one that calls in, but every now and again, I'll call into like Rombo. Um, but I do like to listen in the chat, chat, you know, a little chat sometimes, but I don't go too far. But um, I've been creating merch, um, not really merch, but I started out making cards um, and then making T-shirts for, you know, little bits of friends and stuff. And then uh, got the opportunity to do this, which I'm very appreciative of. And the opportunity is very exciting. And, you know, while the Niners are kicking ass on the field, I'll be kicking ass on the merch. That's right. So when you purchase this quality control merch, understand this is a cone phone production. Mm -hmm. This is a, a Bryant calls in. You, Brian might be here later. You just never know, but he's here frequently. You will, you will recognize his face when you see him. Uh, Tony, thank you so much. You are doing great work. And thank you and I and Bryant and Everett will all go out and get some dinner soon. That'll be really exciting. Looking forward to it. All right. Good to see you, Tony. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Everybody check all out right. that merch. <laughs> Please do. Thanks, Tony. Thanks. Bye. For sure. Oh, sorry, Martin. Got to put, got it. Got to be truthful to the queue. Faithful to the queue, Mid-Atlantic, Teach89, new member. Thank you. I'm just going to get these uh, donations real quick because I don't want to lose them. And then we'll move, and then I'll take all your all your calls. Great content. Thank you, Jims. Um, appreciate you. He says, uh, corner seem legit, but who is Quan replacement? Uh, Darquez Denard at this point. Leo Phoenix says, what are your thoughts on Trey Lance intangibles, the mental, the work ethic stuff that doesn't show up in the stat sheet? I think it's off the charts. I think it's really good. The question with him is going to be accuracy. John's George says, Grant, your reporting is top notch. Thank you. Keep up the great coverage. Do you think Bosa's comment was a shade on Jimmy than Trey Lance about not making big mistakes like dumb INTs versus easy throws? I don't know. Maybe it's just he needs a class on public speaking or something. It's like what he said was negative. Say something positive. You can say the same thing in a positive way. He said, we'll be fine if, if Trey doesn't make big mistakes. No, no, no. What you want to say is because what he's saying is, we believe in ourselves. We don't need to believe in Trey. We believe in ourselves. We're good. We'll be fine if he doesn't make mistakes. No, no, no. What you say is, we believe in Trey. We'll be fine if he does what we know he can do. Because that implies all the same stuff that you said in the other sense. It still implies that you believe in yourself. It still implies that he needs to protect the football because that's what you know he can do if he's doing what he know, you know. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, it's called being positive. You're the best player on the team, Nick. Your leader, he's the one under pressure, not you. Nick Nick Bosa comes out like Jeff Spicoli, like Keanu. Yo, what's up? Oh, he has no pressure. Why are you putting extra pressure on Trey Lance? Take it off. Anyway, thanks, John. Jeremy Smith says, QC merch. My guy, QC merch, QC merch, QC merch. Only nice gear I'm going to wear this year. Mad love grant for my football therapist. Jeremy, thank you. All right, let's do this. In order, Chris, what's up? Hey, what's going on, Grant? How you doing, man? I'm hanging in there, man. I just uh, this really implies to to Trey Lance in a roundabout way. They got to get something for Jimmy G. They got to. They have to. Um, they have bumbled this so bad, and the reason why I say that is because when they drafted, when they got Jimmy G, what was the first thing they did? They went out and they got themselves a, a supposedly left tackle, which was supposed to be uh, McGlinchey. When Staley retires, the first thing that you do when you get yourself a good quarterback or a quarterback that you think is going to do something, you sure up the offensive line. True. That is what you do. The mere fact that this man is still on the team with 24 million and you just cut him and you're looking at the offensive line the way that it's playing right now, even though there are no pads on there. You, you I mean, whatever team says we want to trade for Jimmy. The whole 49er staff needs to go and look at their offensive line and see who can they get back. Period. You Jimmy just Garoppolo was at practice go. yesterday running around in front of the fans, giving them a salute. Like, go home. Go home. I'm telling you, you're not on the team anymore. You got a second, you, you traded a second round pick, and this is what the man did. And for a second round pick, do you think the you think the Bears or or the Dolphins? If, if they give away a second-round pick for another quarterback and they had the success that, that Jimmy had, you know, Dolphins have been to the Super Bowl in, in God knows how long. They would take that. 
We squeezed everything out of that man. Let get something. You should have had at least cut him or get something, get an offensive line, get something for him. Because if they're Trey goes get there, for him. they're not going to, if they get anything for him, I'll applaud him. But what's funny is they're like waiting to cut him because they're like, oh, well, he could sign with Seattle and then we, we don't want him to get prepared. Who cares if he plays for the Seahawks? It's Jimmy Garoppolo. No, who cares? Why are you afraid of him? If you're really afraid of Jimmy going to the Seahawks, why are you getting rid of him? Exactly. You should want him to go to Seattle. You should be fist pumping if Seattle signs him. You're scared of that? That's a bad sign. I, I mean, it's not I, a bad just, sign. It's, it's, it's like have some courage. It's, anyway. it's, it's like that. Uh, the, the worst insult in sports movie, in a sports movie, was in Moneyball. When the guy was talking to him, he's like, uh, so I know you want me to do this. He's like, no, nah, I mean, that's not what I want. We're not paying your salary. The Yankees are paying half our salary for you to play against them. That is the worst. I mean, that's what it is. That's where we're at now. You have got to get something for the, or otherwise you look like an idiot. You, how can you, 24 million. I mean, I, he may not even be active. Can you, can you do that? Can you, can they deactivate him when the, when the uh, season yeah, starts? He can also say, I want to practice. I'm healthy. I want to practice. Steve McNair did that. There was a thing between Tennessee. They tried to do this with McNair. McNair was like, no, I'm good. I want to practice. And then he got dealt to uh, Baltimore, I believe. Anyway, yeah, I got yeah. a lot of calls today, Chris, but I'm with you. Make it happen now. There's no reason to let this drag on. Thanks you got for that me. right. Peace. Thanks, Thanks man. Grant. So, Dylan says, Bill Russell just, oh, no. Are you serious? That's awful. So sorry to hear that. Oakland legend. Maybe the greatest basketball player of all time. Definitely the greatest Defensive player of all time. Ooh, that sucks. Thanks, Dylan. All right, Korean Niner. How are you doing, Grant? Good. How are you? Not too bad. I have to. Uh, I have to thank the person who uh, tried to uh, steal my debit card number. I to re up the membership whenever I get my new debit card. Oh, sorry. It wasn't me. It wasn't you. I know it wasn't you. So yeah. Well, I don't have a credit card, so I just have a debit card. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Um. What Chris was talking about uh, with you, does any if you think you have an elite quarterback, what's the first priority if you're a Bill Belichick or a Bill Walsh or you know a coach like that? You have to protect your quarterback and make sure you don't get them injured on the field. I don't think Bill Belichick ever thought of, hey, I can't make a Super Bowl without protecting Tom at the time, or yeah. maybe Mac coming up. <laughs> Who knows on that? But um, do you actually? On the when you're at practice, do you actually see any of the current offensive linemen outside of Trent Williams actually being starters? You know, like when some of the backup or rookies are in for those uh, reps. It seems to me like what the Niners are banking on is having tr like experience at the tackles in the center spot. So the two guards are going to be green, but they'll have experience on either side of them. So right now it's Banks on the left and Burford on the right. See what happens. The pads haven't gone on yet. I mean, I think the idea is Burford is very athletic and can do – he can run. He can do the run blocking stuff. Uh, Banks, he should be able to be a, a good run blocker too. I don't know if he can run, but he's strong. Let's see what they're like in pass protection. They'll get tested in preseason. If they're not good enough, the Niners have moves they can make. I mean, they still can get rid of Jimmy. They can create cap space. There's free agents out there. There's things they can do. I think they're just trying to take stock of what they got right now. They prefer not to go out and spend more money because apparently they're saving there's, – they're being thrifty this year. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you know, inflation's hit them hard. Who knows what's going on? I don't know. Yeah. Um, on the defensive line, do you also see them probably needing another defensive tackle with Hurst going down? Probably because they have like DNs playing D tackle in practice right now, just to get through. I mean, all of a sudden, Robert and Kim Diche and Javon Kinlaw have to be Iron Men for them. And I, I don't think the plan. Look, the plan isn't to have. Javon Kinlaw just do 100% of the first team snaps anytime soon. It's supposed to be a gradual process, so they got to get through practices. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a, a move, a transaction. That was the stupid word I was looking for. Football, yeah. they always use like really big words for no reason. Transaction. It's a move. Anyway, yeah. I got to take more calls, man. It's good to see you. Oh, there. one last. Are you Go doing ahead. the uh, Chanelene merchandise with Tony? That's the last question. Um. Probably not on the first wave, uh, but we're going to do a suggestion box. So, and this is like for, uh, you know, this whole thing is for the cone phone callers. So if there's something you think that you guys want, let us know and we'll make it eventually sooner than later and we'll get it to you. All right. Thank you, uh, Grant. Thanks, Grant Niner. All right.
All right, all right, all right. Keneal Mason. Yo, what's good, Grant? It's been a minute since I've been on here, man. How are you doing? How you doing, man? Good to see you. I'm okay. Awesome, awesome. Glad to hear it. I want to say just again, rest in peace to Bill Russell. I saw that I put in the in the chat a little earlier, man. Obviously, a Celtic uh, University of San Francisco legend as well. Um, so it's it's a tough thing to hear, but uh, I want to make sure we give our condolences to him in this. In this Kids, chat. if you don't know who Bill Russell is and you want to see the most outrageous sports resume in the history of sports, check out what he accomplished. Everyone like downplays it because it was the 60s and i don't understand why that doesn't count but um even like tom Brady, like he won the championship he played there's a 15-year stretch where i think he won 13 championships including his two years at usf not exactly a basketball powerhouse so yeah it's kind of amazing what he accomplished he was also the coach of the team at the end while yep. playing yeah yep crazy first crazy. black coach in the, in, the, in north american pro sports i mean dude was amazing dude was amazing um but on anyway. as far as the, the Niners go and everything, man, it was interesting what you pointed out. I think it might have been yesterday or a couple of days ago about Jimmy kind of being in Trey's head because he's been in the facility and everything like that. Well, and I, I, you're, you're a therapist, my wife's therapist. We were talking about it and she was like, I mean, I wouldn't dismiss it. It seems like how could it not put more pressure on you? Like, I didn't think he's about it. Like field that. running, saluting the, like he's like freaking Frank Sinatra. Hey, what's up? How you doing? Come on. <laughs> This is my point, though, right? Like, while he was in the background, I think that was it was kind of Trey was in his head. But when he came out there on the field, I feel like Trey was like, oh, All no. Right. Here we I go. Like, and yeah, he people his... know whose house this is. Oh, no. Yeah. Hey, so, Jimmy, why don't you make this throw down the 30 yards down the field of Brandon and I? Go ahead. Uh, Do right. something that makes the people ooh and ah, not just the 10-yard throw over the middle. Exactly. I mean, that's a golf clap throw. Exactly. That's a golf clap throw. He's a golf clap quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo. Trey Lance is like, a, oh, or whoa, that was off. One of the two. Trey's gonna have that step effect, you know, type of deal where it's like instead of that two two pointer, that easy layup, it's a three. It's a thirty footer type of deal. Um, so I hope that he's on three on uh, deep throw so far with three drops. That's eight of eleven, dude. He's. I'm just saying. No one wants to talk uh, about that though. That's yeah. why I don't think you should really trip him on the interceptions right now. Like they're not good, and he needs to learn from them. But, like, it's not like he's driving down the field and he's getting into the red zone so he can throw touchdowns and he can have a TD to INT ratio. Like, you're going to throw some picks, but he's offsetting him right now with huge plays, at least right now. Onward. Yeah. Um, and I know you got to keep it moving, but my one thing I want to talk about as well was TDP and the Debo TDP. Uh, yeah. about him being the same kind of speed, height, build. I know it's not quite the same per se, but my question for you is when Debo first came in, was it something where you're like, oh, man, he's taking the, the lid off the defense in camp and things like that? You, could you envision him being able to outrun angles like the way that he does and things like that? Or did that just come? So not, uh, yeah, I couldn't see that in camp. What I could see, because if I remember correctly, it was 2019, the starting wide receivers in camp that year. Oh, he's gone. Were Marquise Goodwin and Dante Pettis. And Debo was running with the second team almost exclusively. And he was looking really good. He was, But, I mean, I couldn't see him. Going against, you know, Richard Sherman, stuff like that. JC, you ready? Hey, JC. Hey. Hey, what's up? This is the first time I've got to call in. Where I you work, calling uh, from? I'm calling from inside my crane at work. <laughs> nice. Nice. All right. Well, what's on your mind? <laughs> oh, I just want to call on stuff, and everybody goes on about uh, Kyle Shanahan being such an offensive genius. I'm like, last year, he had to figure out – I. Hand off the ball to Debo Samuel, run that way and don't get tackled. I mean, he got less than a 500% win rate. You know what I mean? And he's constantly saved by the defense. The average scores per game is not that high. You're right. You're um, right. It, it took him half the year to figure out to hand the ball. How does it take you that long to figure out hand the ball to your best player? Remember, yeah, remember, like, week, remember when, they, when Trey Lance started in Arizona and they lost? And they gave yeah. him one carry at the 10 yard line and he scored untouched. It was like, it's, it was the fourth quarter too. It took you that long to find that play. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I think uh, even during that game, the, the, the stats were, he was really close to Murray, yeah. you know, for as far as stats. I mean, yeah. he almost went. And then Jimmy G got whooped by Colt McCoy. That's true. <laughs> That's true. And uh, yeah, every year. Kyle tries to implement his system. He goes into, like, the championship game, 
just three quarters of what everybody does. And then in the last quarter, he's like, all right, my system and blows it. I know it's, it's really weird. I mean, this, his, his tenure here has been defined by defense and an offense that really has never found a consistent identity or quarterback. Okay. Well, I'm sorry to cut this short, but I got to go. My boss is like waving at me. Hey, see, that was fine. Later. Take care. That was cool. Uh, all right. Um, let's get Bryant Culp on the show. Hey, Bryant. Nice hey, to see you. Thank you for having me on. Um, sure. I got to go to Subway the other day after I heard the news about Jimmy. And uh, we tried that sub being uh, Lily. And it's not bad. Um, nice. I'm, hoping, I'm hoping they cut him soon. But I just don't see it happening. I think you're no, right. All of a sudden, they're like afraid of the Seahawks signing him. Yep. I think you're right. I think you nailed it right there. And I think they're just going to hold them until um, until they pass the Seahawks and then maybe they can, you know, let them go somewhere else. And then the other thing I wanted to say to you real quick was um, why pay Debo? Why? Well, they haven't yet, have they? That's no. the one thing I wanted to say. On, on this day, today should be the day. If it's going to happen, it should be today or tomorrow morning. So that's like Debo Watch is officially on today. But, but I'm saying with you, like – if you have que- – it's the Kyler Murray thing. It's the same thing as Kyler Murray. They have questions about Kyler Murray's professionalism or maturity or study habits. Why are you giving him $230 million? Why don't you wait a year? Wait one more year and see and, – and learn a little bit. Of, he's 20. He's 25, right? He might answer those questions or not. Same with Debo. If you have questions about whatever, his lower body injuries, his off-season training habits or not, wait a year. If you, if you really have questions – yeah, you know I, think he's a, I think he's a great player. I think he deserves to get paid. But when you have the ability to franchise tag him, why wouldn't you think of doing that? Well, the thing with the franchise tag is technically they don't have to sign it. Right. They don't have to. But I mean, because he's, he's got one more year this year, right? So make him play year. Make him play his rookie contract out and then franchise tag him next year. Well, look, what I mean, he, he still hasn't signed yet. I, 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 it seems like, I don't know, DK got signed. It's taking a while. If he doesn't get signed by tomorrow, it's officially getting really weird. That's, yeah. Tomorrow is sort of like the the first deadline. Not a deadline, but the first deadline because the pads go on. He's starting to miss important things if he's not there tomorrow. So let's see. Yeah. Hey, thanks, right for now. thanks for having me on, and I'll call in again. You have a great All day. Right. Take All care, right. Brian. Again, the thing with Debo to me is I think – DK Metcalf has the same agent as him. DK just got a three-year extension. I think Debo would want a three-year extension. I think the Niners want to give him a five-year extension. The difference, I mean, the, the, both of them would have most of the guaranteed money in the first two years. The Niners just want those extra years of, like, team control. Players don't want that anymore. Will they change their precedent? Uh, we shall see. Mr. Cohn. Mr. Martin. I got oh, your yeah. email. I wrote you back. I think it's a great yes. idea. Yes. We're going to do it. Yes. Hey, cool, cool, cool. All I'm right. glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. Um, I think Debo was tripping for real. And not because, well, it's, it's, everything goes up every year, right? If you, yeah. if you, if you do a repeat and I understand that there's a risk of an injury, but if you yeah. make it through the year and you're just as useful as, as, as you were the previous year when, when you got everybody talking, Shouldn't you get paid more the subsequent year? Should, should, shouldn't your contract be worth more? Shouldn't you as a player be worth more to the team? If, if, if you play out the entire contract and then make them sign a completely new contract as opposed to in an extension, I think he's cutting himself short. I agree. I mean, it's like it's not just what the Niners think of him. It's what the whole league thinks of him. He sees it. Right. No one made a big offer for him. The, the executives and coaches ranked him ninth. Best at yeah. wide receiver. That's a slap right. in the face for a guy who was an all pro last year. So what are the issues? Uh, they, they question your durability. Okay. Come back and stay healthy. And yeah. they question your ability to like get downfield and be a wide receiver. All right. Yeah. Well, show me it was Jimmy Garoppolo. Go. You can do those things with Trey Lance. I, you did it yesterday. Yes, he come did. Camp. I mean, prove it. And I know it's tough playing out like a, uh, a lame duck year. You don't want to do it. You could get hurt. Yada, yada, yada. Still, I mean, that's 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 just risk. I mean, these, we're talking about football players. Like, why even step on the field if you're concerned about getting hurt, right? Like that 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 possibility exists exists every every time the ball gets snapped. So that's that's kind of like a lame excuse for me. Um, you're my man for you're you're the man with the that's that's boots on the ground. I know is I know we're in the infancy of the season. What do you think about that line so far? 
Well, you know, I think Mike McGlinchey's return yesterday was very encouraging. Like, okay. for example, let's just, let's compare him to Javon Kinlaw. With Kinlaw, they're being cautious. He had an ACL reconstruction. They're doing the right thing. With McGlinchey, I was surprised he played like most of the snaps first day back. I mean, it was like him and Trent Williams played the exact same amount. And it seemed like they were saying, like, McGlinchey's good to go. Like, I was not expecting that. I thought he'd be on the Javon Kinlaw. Uh, what exactly was, was the nature of the of, of the issue? It was like a torn muscle or a torn tendon? Yeah. Torn muscle. Torn, torn muscle. muscle. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't well, know. From, 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 from personal experience, when you tear your tendon, I've torn my Achilles, um, the rehab is slow. But the rehab is just you slowly regaining the, the, the usage of the tendon and muscle. Once you've, once you've got that strength and once you've rehabbed for a certain amount of time, you actually are good to go. It's already healed. It's more about how much, how much stress can you withstand to put on it. But there, it's not in any danger anymore. So uh, him, him, him being out there on the field, full snap, ready to go, means to me that he's, he's, he's number one, wants to play. Because that was a question, uh, but number two, the, the the injury does seem to have to be fully healed, and they're just trying to see exactly how effective he is after the healing. I want to say too, like when I question this offensive line, it's not like I I also say this team's going to lead the league in rushing, so it can't be a bad offense. It can't be terrible. I do think McGlinchey's a good run blocker. Trent Williams is great. Brunskill fits the scheme. I think they should be able to run. My question is on third and seven, like who's getting whooped one on one. Maybe I mean well, is it Lynchy? Because at when he's two ninety, he can't he gets run over. When he's three ten, he's decent. So so what's Burford gonna look like? He's twenty two. What's Banks gonna look like? He's unproven. We know what what Brunskill and and Williams should look like. And this is where I'm gonna rely on my head coach, and I'm gonna call upon his skills to scheme players to move a certain way so that we can have the best chances of getting the ball to move forward you understand what i'm saying maybe maybe, maybe that means shifting use check to the left or the right to to, to put him forward more towards towards that motion or maybe that means uh dragging a tight end over maybe that means doing a pull and any number of options to 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 help out those lesser experienced guys i think kyle is is pretty good in in terms of being able to do that i agree rob i gotta take some more calls it's always good to see you though thanks for calling hey in. Always, man. Take it easy. All right, man. Take it easy. Let me take some uh, questions. John says, favorite least, favorite, and least favorite part of your job. My favorite part of my job is, uh, I mean, covering a game and performing that night after the game. I mean, the, the training camp, just all the action of being a sports writer. It's not like being a, a teacher. Things happen. That's fun. Also, uh, my least favorite part of the job is waiting around. A lot of waiting as a sports writer. Gotta just wait all the time. Keneal says, I got kicked. Thanks for having me. Oh, sorry you got kicked, man. It was a good call, though. I don't know how you got kicked. I didn't kick you. Pay Debo or pay Bosa, which is the priority. It's supposed to be one this year and one next year. You could do both next year, though. Um, they're acting like deep like Bosa's the priority. They when they talk about Bosa, they're like, Oh, he's just so great. Gosh, oh golly, he's the greatest player. He does everything perfect. With Debo, they like clearly have misgivings. Um, for whatever reason. Hello, Gammon. Nice shirt. Thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Um, so first thing I want to talk about was just uh, how the offensive line woes are just absolutely overblown. Okay. Um, when, when I'm looking at this, Grant, right, and I, I'm listening to you and, and others of the media right there, this defense is making kind of similar noise that they did in 2019. Now, the, the biggest dif difference between this, this defense here, the 2022 defense, the 2019 defense, is that you could hang your hat on the defensive line of the 2019 defense, right? Like, I just looked back at that. It was just filled with uh, pro bowlers, okay? Uh, so all the weight of the world was really on the defensive line, and, and we knew that that's what made our defensive unit special. What makes, what makes this defense better than, I think, the 2019 defense is that this defense can challenge an offense at all three different levels, right? So short – intermediate and we're seeing that with uh over the middle you know we have these ball hawkers that are just kind of over there and then also too um deep you know um i love richard sherman but there he does not have the the, the same ability to cover deep as let's say Traverius ward right 
And uh, when it comes down to it, right, we're, some of the things that you're talking about is that the off, some of the things that, that where Trey Lance is getting sacked or he's trying to make these off-scheduled plays. Well, I always think about Russell Wilson when he was going up against the Legion of Boom. Uh, I think that had a significant hand in shaping Wilson and the offense with their off-scheduled plays. Uh, Wilson really benefited from going up against the best defense in the league. And I think that that's what we're seeing right now with, uh, with Lance. Um, and, and that really pains me to say because I really have nothing but love and fond memories of the 2010-2012 uh, Patrick Willis-led defenses. But um, we have to remember that off-schedule plays only happen about two to four times a game. So if you're going up against uh, an average defense in practice, it's not a skill that the offense really gets to work on. Whereas this offseason, um, Trey Lance really gets to work on that a lot. Uh, so, and also, too, you know, this is an elite defense going up against an average offensive line. This defense will make elite offenses with uh, man bun wearing elite offenses look pedestrian, right? Um, remember, this offensive line strength is more so geared towards run blocking, not pass blocking. Why is that? Well, that's just like you said at the beginning of the show. Um, they run they <laughs> right. Bingo. Bingo. And I think also, too, this will have a direct impact on the running back depth chart. Uh, running backs who can be effective pass blockers are going to see the field a lot more because they're going to have a lot more ample opportunities in practice to actually have to pick up blockers or, or that sort of thing. And for this reason, this reason alone, I, I'm just going to go ahead and call it. Um, Jamichael Hasty is going to be uh, regulated to the practice squad. Uh, Jordan Mason will, will make the 53. Okay. And, then, uh, and then last thing before I get off the air here, um, have you seen how good Javon Kinlaw looks? Like, he looks completely different. Um, it, it, anybody here, I, I really do care about Grant Cone's safety. Uh, if you can just donate some money so we can get some karate lessons because Javon Kinlaw looks like a scary man. Love you, Grant. Thanks, man. <laughs> I'm cool with Javon, man. I got nothing against – I got number love for Javon. Hey, TN9, are you ready? What's up? You're not driving, right? No, Grant, I'm not driving. I know the rules. I'm actually uh, my wife is chauffeuring uh, me right now. It's my birthday. On the other side of the, the car, anyway. I feel like you, okay, right. you see, there she go. See, she's hey. driving. See, she's nice driving. Man, uh, long time. Long time. Appreciate uh, you Your letting me on. Special. If I'm like looking at my phone in the passenger seat, my wife gets a little like, "Really? You're just gonna look at your phone?" Now you're on the show. She's great. That's amazing. Yes. 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 Well, it's his birthday today, so he's off the hook. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, happy birthday. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Happy Appreciate birthday. it, man. Right. Uh, back now to business, though. So from everything you've reported, it sounds like the defense is going to be pretty nice versus what most people are taking from it, that uh, the offense is terrible. Not granted. The only question that's arising with the defense right now is that D-tackle spot because of the injuries. But Armstead's coming back. Yeah, but, I mean, I guess. coming back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yay, Eric Armstead. Six sacks, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but nah, man, I, I think we're gonna be fine. Uh, Debo, if he's smart, he'll sign within the next two to three days because he's not really hurt. He's not really helping himself because I mean, we saw no one values him on the open market. With the as far as what the trade offers were, I mean, hell, I, I thought you know people would be bending over backwards. I'm not gonna lie, but it was like, no, here's a here's the tenth pick, and uh, good luck. Yeah. So not not two? No. <laughs> Here's the 10th pick. Niner fans are like, we, we, we need two first-round picks for Debo. Like, uh, no. <laughs> no. What? Oh, well. And, uh, I mean, at least, how, how does he look as far as shape? Is he still looking like a, a little chubby or? Oh, no. Don't, don't make that face, Grant. No. He looks good. He looks good. The thing that I noticed with Debo that's kind of funny is, like, he's the kind of guy who comes who comes out to work in, like, a long sleeve shirt. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, I'm used to, I remember Vernon Davis, like he's, or, or Nick Bosa, guys who were in really great shape, kind of want everyone to see. Like, hey, look at my six pack. I don't think Debo has a six pack, man. He's like long sleeve shirt, kind of flowy, you know, like, hey. He looks like that dude. Uh, he looks like that dude that, uh, who's in shape, but he just can't get a, a six pack. It's just like yeah. he's buff. But he's always, it's, like, it's, it's those last five pounds. It's those final five pounds. I just like compare him to other guys that got big money this year. Right, DK, AJ Brown. Those guys don't have that extra five. They don't, they're not coming out to, to practice in a long sleeve shirt. <laughs> you know what? He, remember those old school uh, 
uh, wrestler guys back in the VOD villain days where they were just big buff guys with like no muscle definition. <laughs> That's what Debo reminds me of. Hey, like, when Debo goes in the pool, do you think he keeps his t-shirt on? Uh, he might be the t-shirt in the pool guy. He might be a t-shirt in the pool guy. Oh, that's terrible. They the might. Niners might be like, "Hey, we're not going to give you this contract until you're a no longer a t-shirt in the pool." Sorry, it's a condition. It can oh, be in yeah. the contract. Well, you see why? Uh, well, you see why they're so ready to pay Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa looks, yeah, he looks that's inhuman. That, yeah, that doesn't look safe as buff as he is. That's the thing that scares me about him. Uh. Me too. He's so big and Me he's too. flexible, but I think he's kind of teeters that line where it's getting too close where he's too big. And all it's... the Niners to, to, to sign him. He was coming off that core injury. I was like, this guy is going to be an injury waiting to happen. And so far, it's hard to say. Like one year he's the best, the next year he's hurt. We'll see what his what his uh career ends up as. We'll, well see. Well, in his defense, uh last year when he said, Yeah, I'm gonna be back bigger and stronger and faster, everybody's like he was. Dude was a monster. He was. Uh, but so far, everything you told me about Trey, I figured it's about what I figured. And I think that the growing pains are cool. I would much rather hear he's throwing a pick or so in a practice versus he's shredding our defense because that typically means your defenses are very good. And even those years when Patrick Mahomes was, you know, declared the, the GOAT, their defense wasn't all that great. No, I mean we saw it. We saw it in the Super Bowl. You know, a few bad play calls and a terrible throw by some guy named Garoppolo, who uh, shall not be named any further. That name rings a bell. I vaguely remember a player. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a mouthful. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. yeah. I don't know that guy. I don't really remember any like signature plays or, but I do remember the name. It sounds like I don't know how, but it sounds like it rhymes with interception. <laughs> All right, man. So, what are you doing for your birthday? What's in, what's next on the? On actually, the uh, I'm in uh, Nashville. We actually oh, wow. came here for SummerSlam last night. Oh, that sounds like yeah. Fun. It was third row. Uh, didn't know I was gonna be sitting like a row away from Dwight Howard. Cool guy. Oh. Kid, Kid Rock wasn't too uh too far away either. He was like we were like two rows uh before in front of oh no behind him. We were like right in the uh what right behind the commentary table. Super cool. I Kid was uh, shocked. Yeah, I was shocked I didn't see our boy George Kittle, you know, with it being in his hometown and everything, but I forgot <laughs> training camp. You know, he's gotta go and catch like four passes because they really <laughs> need him there. Kid Rock's like the mayor of that town. He's he's got I, a whole thing. Dude, I didn't know. Yeah. I thought he was super Detroit. He's I did not Detroit, know, right? Yeah, I don't know why well, I, I know things about Kid Rock. Remember, right? remember what I told you last time about Nashville. I ain't gonna repeat it, but you remember. I do. I do remember. <laughs> I'm not trying to go to Memphis. I'm trying to see what that's about. I've been to Nashville. I think I got it. I don't know if I would necessarily like need to make a trip back. Oh, it's uh, and I'm not gonna front. It's it's a cool city. It's a nice mid-sized metropolis. Uh, but not I mean, to, my like, favorite. To make multiple trips there, you gotta really like country music. You gotta really like country music. Uh, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? You gotta be one of those okay. kind of guys that's like, yeah, and the, it's like, nah, it's not. I'm just saying, dude. dude I've seen so and many cowboy boots. Days. Yeah, so many cowboy boots. It's like, bro, it's the summer. I was in Denver no. over the summer, and there was a little bit of that yeehaw there. I was like, wow, in Denver, wow. Anyway, I yeah, got more calls, man. But it's great. I to appreciate see you. it, bro. Happy birthday. Peace. Thanks again, GC. Later. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um, who we got? Spinner. You're muted. There you hey, go. Hey, how's it going there, Grant? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing awesome. Awesome. Uh, loving so far what's going on. Um, we know the offense is always going to tra- tag along way behind the defense. Uh, they did it last year. Uh, exact same thing. Frankly, these 11 on 11s with no pads are really um, a big yeah. disadvantage to the offense. They used to do it for two days max. Now it's like four or five. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, there's there's no way to use your physical force to stop them from coming around you. So, yeah. yeah How do you block insane. Nick Bosa if you can't be physical? Yeah. Ridiculous. You can't. Yeah. You yeah. can't. So he's like instant into the backfield. So instantly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gonna say Trey's performing the way you expect him. Uh, he's 
He's never really been a pocket passer. Uh, so that middle of the field pass has always been a problem for him. So, so he's working on it. He's doing okay. Yeah, that'll come uh, with reps. But, man, those downfield passes. Ooh, yeah. Love it. Love and it's it like so much. If, if you have the defense, if you're going to lead the league or try to in rushing, if you can just get some, you know, some rushing from the quarterback and some big plays with his arms. I mean, we've yeah. seen that formula work. Yeah. And in a real game, what did he do? What did he do to Houston? He tore him apart. He basically. tore him apart. He threw about 23 passes, ran eight times. Mm-hmm. That's sort of what he's going to do. Yeah, he's going to throw exactly. about 25 to 27 passes a game, and the Niners are going to run 30 to 35 times a game, and that's going to be their formula. Yep. Yeah. Um, as far as uh, Interceptolo goes, I can't believe he's out there on the field. That's just shame on him. Shame, shame on, on him. Shame on the 49ers. You, you know his agent's telling him to do that. Yeah. He's your face. Get rid of him. Who cares if Seattle gets him? That's two wins for us. That's the way I look at it. Who cares? Yeah. They, should, they should drive him to Seattle. <laughs> you know? Put him on the Greyhound bus. Don't pay for Southwest. Put him on the Greyhound bus. You know what I'm saying? Give him a Game Boy and say enjoy yourself. It'll be two days. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. Anyway, Zelda. I, I, I just want to see him off the team so badly. It's just... It's gonna don't ruin the entire season if he's on this team for any. What message does it send to Trace Lance that he's still here uh, running around? Mm, what very what bad? Because I'm sure the Niners aren't really being clear with Trace. So what does he interpret? The 22 year old. How the 20? How does the 22 year old brain take that? Oh, he's Jimmy. still here. What the here. what the hell? I thought this was my team. Right, and then right? like you got Nick Bosa saying all he has to do is not make big mistakes. So it's like, oh, okay. So I'm being judged. I can't just be myself. You're not yeah. telling me, hey, go be you. We believe in you. It's like, hey, don't fuck this up because Jimmy's right there. It's like, oh, thanks for the vote of confidence. Entire organization? What the hell? I just don't understand. It seems like if you really want a 22-year-old to succeed, you do it by, like, trying to pump Yeah, him. especially what they paid for him. Oh, my goodness. you got to be serious paying two, three first-round picks. Oh, What's my. funny is when he, when he eventually tears it up, all the people on the Niners, the coaches, the front office are going to be like, we always knew it. We oh, always yeah, yeah. believed it. Yeah, huh? That's right. That's why yeah. you come on Jimmy Garoppolo to the very last. Mis- complete mismanagement by the yeah. entire organization. I know. He should have been gone as soon as we knew we were going to take Trey Lance. Get rid of him that year. Yeah, They shouldn't have had that first year, you know, yeah. to play around and lose the uh, division game. Because no. all they really accomplished last year was they just took the heat off of Kyle. They they improved his regular season record. That's exactly all games. they did. Great. So no. and now and now you know what? Trey Lance had done the same thing and he wouldn't have lost that game against the Rams. Yeah. That's my feeling. I know. I mean, and when we I think the Rams the three times as it was in the regular season, you what? think Trey Lance is not gonna tear the the Rams apart? Oh, come on. I tweeted yesterday that the Niners upgraded a quarterback. Like Trey's an upgraded quarterback over Jimmy. Don't let anyone tell you different. And some people really be like, I don't, you can't say that. It's like, <laughs> that's not a very, you know, hot. T- it's not a very outrageous thing to say. And anyway, we've seen Jimmy. We know what that is. Spinner, I got to take right, man. Ball. You, you Spinner. have a great, great one. Thanks as All always. Right. Jack says you should make a shirt that says more on him in a minute. <laughs> uh, we will for you. It seems like that one would be a popular one. Um, What's up, Franklin? Hey, hey, Grant. How, how you been? Good, man. How you been? Oh, bro. Preparing for this last year of college. You're getting oh, ready yeah. to apply to medical school and stuff. Congratulations, man. Making big moves. I appreciate that. appreciate that. How, how's your dad been? He's doing a lot better. He's going to be coming over for dinner tonight. Ah, oh, that's cool. Oh, Grant. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Internet. Straight. I had to get a new phone. Yeah, you definitely. I can tell you got a new phone, man. You you got you coming through in like five G plus. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So. Oh yeah. Oh, definitely. but what I had wanted to do is everybody, 49er fan, just take a huge breath, just breathe and let it out. Let's get one thing straight: as talented as Trey Lance truly is. Even Russell Wilson didn't go to the Super Bowl year one. 
It took yeah. Russell Wilson year three. And let's let's be honest, when they made that Super Bowl, Russell Wilson barely played because that defense was dominating the Broncos. That's true. That game was over before Russell Wilson did a damn thing. Exactly. That game yeah. was like 40-something to nothing when Russell yeah. Wilson got his first snap. <laughs> That's true. Didn't the Broncos, like, snap the ball through the end zone the first play? I think they did. Exactly. They snapped yeah. it right okay. over Peyton Manning's head. That's – that's the mark of a team that's there to compete. Anyway, yeah, I think, oh, yeah. Uh, like, people are so focused on throwing, throwing, throwing. Like, this is a running team. Elijah Mitchell is probably, like, might be even more important than the quarterback. Elijah Mitchell is going to go he, – he could go for 15, 1,600 yards on the ground this year. They're going to they're gonna give him as much as he can physically handle. Uh, that's, that's true. And, and another thing, another thing about the running game, no one wanted – no one is going to admit this but you. Trey Sherman is not a Jimmy Garoppolo running back. No. <laughs> Brandon no. Ayuk is not a Jimmy Garoppolo receiver. wide receiver. No. Danny Gray is not a Jimmy Garoppolo wide receiver. The one no. thing we have to realize is Jimmy Garoppolo is running on the field, but at the same time, there is no part of this offense that goes towards Jimmy Garoppolo's skill set. Hell, we even have a a new coach in Anthony Lynn who is not a Jimmy Garoppolo coach. Let's slow the brakes down. I understand that we want Jimmy Garoppolo off this team. I understand that, but if Jimmy Garoppolo even thought he could have any potential to start for this team, that would be Jimmy Garoppolo's worst season of his career then I would destroy his trade value because the weapons on the 49ers offense right now are vertical deep threats that's not Jimmy Garoppolo's skill set that's why they brought in the guy named Evo Samuel over in AJ Brown I feel you Franklin I feel you thanks for telling people thanks for giving people something so they don't get too upset appreciate it Franklin good call Take care. You too. All right, man. Flav says, love Debo. Name my dog Debo, but which Debo? Debo from Friday or Debo from the Niners? Definitely worry as some Pablo Sandoval on him. Oh, Debo from the Niners. Once he gets paid, he's going to start eating whatever he wants. Well, if the Niners have that concern, you know, go year to year. That's because I, I don't know. They would know better than me. Hey, Grant, says Brian. Who do you think will start at center? Probably Brunskill. With such an inexperienced looking offensive line, I thought we could make a late trade for Jason Kelsey. Probably Brunskill. I don't know how good he is, but they like him. And I think they feel that they can get by with two inexperienced guards. Niners Daddy says, it's hilarious to see Jimmy fans say we need him back because Trey had one or two rough practices, five interceptions in a row. Jimmy left them no leg to stand on true. People are like, well, you got to be you got to be fair. You got you to gotta grade. You, didn't the spreadsheet say you, you got to grade Trey the way you graded Jimmy? Like, dude. Trey's better than Jimmy. Always has been. What's up, Elon? You're muted, Elon. My bad, my bad. All good. How are you doing, Grant? I heard you're the, the pulse of this fan base. Nah, not anymore. It's you. It's you now. You're, you're doing merchandising with the community. You're a real mensch. I'm just trying to give the people what they want. I love it. So you yeah. know, I have I have these MIT interns working for me, and your your name keeps on popping up on the algorithmic uh, charts. I get. Well, thank you. I have a couple yeah. of questions for you. Sure. How do you think fans feel about Jed York? Uh, I think Niner fans want to like Jed York. I think they're basically happy with it, uh, him and John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan now. Um, essentially, they basically have talked themselves into liking him. You know, I've been looking at the 49ers since about 2019, but you know, I've been interested and not interested since we had, you guys had that former QB that I couldn't stand watching, but you know, this new kid, it's got me excited. What do you think the fans would feel about a truly state of the art stadium? That makes SoFi look like LoFi. 
<laughs> I do think it's kind of funny how the Niners were so excited about being like the, the first team on like the West Coast with the new, except for Seattle, a new stadium. And then they just got blown out of the water by SoFi and the one Allegiant down in Las Vegas. Now, all of a sudden, like if you were going to do a Super Bowl on the West Coast, why would you do it in Santa Clara? Vegas, Arizona, freaking L.A. are better options. So the Niners kind of got the play taken away from him. If they want to be that Super Bowl venue, they might need to go back to San Francisco and build a real stadium. Yeah, because Levi's looks like a ice cream parlor from like the 50s or something. I want to bring a truly state-of-the-art stadium back into the city, not in Santa Clara. I don't mean to rag on this beautiful city of Santa Clara, but, you know, I, I don't want to go on the Metro, the BART, for an hour to see a game. Fair enough. I'd rather helicopter there. BART doesn't even take you all the way. You got to you gotta take multiple trains. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. So I, I do have a question here. The, one, one other concern that I have with this team is I wanted to ask the question about Jake Brendel and Brunskill. And we know that Brunskill had knee tendonitis and OTA, so he didn't get any work there. He didn't get any work at all. Is the reason why Brunskill is getting the work now is to get him caught up so there is a real competition when pads come on? Or is Brendel looking really bad? Like, Because I haven't heard reports that Brendel's looking bad. Is he looking bad? I think it's not that Brendel isn't looking bad. They haven't put pads on. It's hard to judge. It's Jake Brendel. What, are the, what is the expectation here? He's 30. He's been a backup his whole life. He's a backup. And Brunskill was hurt. Like, he didn't play at all in OTAs and minicamp. I think basically they were just letting Brendel start. And now Brunskill's been getting worked back. And now he's a lot healthier. And they're like, it's okay. Like, <laughs> it's your job. And if you're not good at it, then we'll move you back to guard and we'll get another center probably. But right now I think it's his job to lose. It's never every, been Brendel's job. Okay, so every day I've heard a report that Brunskill is having bad snaps, right? Like, wasn't that the issue in 2020 with him playing center? Was him having bad snaps? And every it seems like every camp day, it's been one or two bad snaps from Brunskill. Yeah, they probably should have addressed this position. You know... I'm going to be paying attention. Time, Swanee, I, we're right up against the end of the show. Thanks for calling in. I got to take a couple more before we go. Thanks, Grant. All right. What's up, Timothy? Yo, Grant, what's up? What's going on? Hey, um, I just got a, a couple of questions to ask you. Uh, also, I just want to tell every Niners fans, hey, relax on Trey right now. It's very early. Okay. Um, but also, I also want to say um, – do you think John Lynch has butched this trade? Uh, butched this trade with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, overvaluing him because that report that came out when uh, Matt Ryan got traded, he had two draft picks uh, ready to go for him. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I'll never know what they had. They, they said they had something available. They just cut him, man. I don't know why they're holding on this long. I don't think they're ever going to trade him. I think what they should just cut him at this point. Right. Um, also, also, I wanted to say, how um, what what do you think the 49ers record is going to be this year? I'm, I'm going to say, I'm, was that? I said nine and eight. They were ten and seven last year. The schedule's tougher this year, and they still haven't spent Jimmy Garoppolo's money. Once they spend that money, I might change my prediction. But they have a lot of money just doing nothing, nothing. Well, so then cut Jimmy Garoppolo and then go ahead and just sign offensive linemen. If they get a couple more starters. I'll change. I would. I would revise my prediction. That would change everything. But right All now, right. I mean, it's not just Trey Lance who's a question mark. There's like five or six. True. That's true. Yeah. All right. Thank Good you, man. Good to see you, man. Thanks for calling in. All right. Sean says, "Day four, you reported Kinlaw's back and explosive. Can you elaborate? I'm glad you finally gave him a tip of your hat. I mean, he hasn't done uh, one-on pass rush drills. Uh, I just saw him warming up, and he looked." Like he was really, really going very hard. I mean, you saw those videos of him going through the drills. He looked looks like he's in phenomenal shape. He looks like he's got 8% body fat. So we'll see how, you know, all he needs to do is be healthy enough to do the one-on-one -on -one pass rush drills every day because he's clearly gifted enough to improve. So if he can just go through it, go through the process, eventually he'll be good at that. 
That's what I feel. So that was a step in the right direction. Uh, no pads yet, though. Martin. Hey, man. Hey, Graham. How you doing? Oh, nice. Hey, I'm on vacation, so it's, <laughs> it's kind of nice here. Nice. So, um, yeah, just a, a little comp to uh, help uh, everybody in the Niners Nation to take a chill pill and, uh, you know, go uh, go with this. You know, when you look at some of the team in uh, in the NFL, there's there, there's something you can find that looks about Trey Lance or about, about the Niners right now. But I think even if they are in a really bad division, that the Philadelphia Eagle really mimics a little bit what the Niners are right now with Trey Lance. So I think Jalen Hurd is not a, bet, a better QB than Trey Lance. He's more seasoned. He's more like you have experience now. But he still get the, 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 the Eagles last year to the playoff with a way, way worse roster than the Niners have right now. So I know it's a QB league, but you cannot deny everything around Trey Lance that will make his life way easier. I know this O-line may be shaky. As long as Trent William is at left and they can manage like a, a, a fast-paced offense with Trey Lance, I think they're gonna be fine, and something like ten and seven is really not out of the yeah. like going out of the water and making the playoff again this year. So I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, if they have a top five defense and the number one run game in the league, that that is recipe for winning. And if they can also, I, I just think this third down offense, I feel very confident in the defense, the run game, and the explosive passes. Uh, what about third down? If they're bad on third down, it'll ruin the whole operation. So we'll see. And that's just it's not just Trey. It's the offensive line, it's everything. So we'll see how that third down offense is. It was you bad see, you see, it's the same thing with the red zone. If they're bad in the red zone, it's going to be bad. But well, in the red zone, you know who their goal, who, who their red zone runner is going to be, who their goal line runner is going to be, <laughs> Trey. Yeah, but Trey. I don't know if you. I don't. I, I. I hope Kyle Shanahan will not fall apart without McDaniel's. But if you can manage something around, use check Kittle, Jennings, Ayuk. Mm-hmm. Ty Davis Price, Trey Lance. I mean, how many like first round QB, like uh, the top five QB, has as so much weapon to to play with when they are rookies or when they are. I, know. I, I mean, know. it should be good. Just keep them upright, Martin. I got to take yeah. one more call. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to say before you no go? No problem. No, no. Uh, just like uh, wish you a nice summer here in uh, Quebec. It almost just started. Like it's the first time it's uh, it's. 30 oh, nice. Celsius outside of the summer. So nice. it's been really cold and harsh here. All right. So well, hang in there. Have a good time. And I'll call in again. I'll see you soon. Yeah, see you. All right. This is going to be the last call of the day. And then I got to go. I'm so sorry if I didn't get you, but I'll be doing this again soon. And, and I'll get you uh, soon. Josh, let's talk. Hey, how's it going, Grant? How you doing? Uh, I want to start by paying you a compliment. My dad loved your dad for 20 years. Thought he was a great writer. Thank and... You. uh I, I know a lot of people aren't doing what you're doing, but I respect the hell out of you, even if I don't agree with you all the time. So uh, good job, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. And I also want to say I'm a huge Trey Lance fan. I love him. I mean, I think he's the right choice. I, when, when I saw that they drafted him, I spiked my phone. I, I broke my phone the day that they drafted him because I was so happy that they didn't draft another Jimmy Garoppolo in Matt Jones. Right. But right. that being said, he's not an upgrade this year at quarterback. Okay. I mean, there are things that Jimmy Garoppolo do does that is third down on what he makes, what he dictates the defense is going to do. For example, if you want to blitz the 49ers on third down, if you want to do something exotic, you have to contend with a quick release and weapons out of the backfield and over the middle which dictates that the defense is going to rush for and drop back a lot more often than they are going to blitz in those situations. The other thing is I'm pretty pissed at the 49ers entire organization for what they're doing with Jimmy Garoppolo. They should have released him day one. I agree. They want a free agency. He should have been gone. Screw the $7 million. But what they did was they pretended they were going to trade him. Right. They were never going to trade him. They were never going to trade him. They knew he wasn't worth anything to anyone with that contract. 
Yeah. They were holding on to him till he could pass a physical. They're going to drop him the last day of the season, and they're going to roll that $27 million over to year three of Trey Lance because they've given up on this season. They've given up on it because what are the best friends of a young quarterback? A good offensive line, a good offensive line, and security blanket weapons, yeah. right? So they didn't get anything in the middle to protect against pressure in his face, which is going to be the thing that's going to make it the hardest for him. Yep. And they didn't get anybody to back up the tight end or the fullback position, which are going to be his safety outlets. They have nobody if Kittle goes down. They've got nobody. If Juice goes down, the season is going down the toilet because they got nobody to fill that role. So, like, what were they thinking? Well, they're thinking, we bought ourselves a year. Mm-hmm. We can do what we want. Right. And the 49ers fans are sitting here lapping it up. Right. And the, the most insidious thing is that the Yorks don't care. Right. A better ownership, a better ownership would say, no, you're not throwing away a season. Right. You're and, not throwing away. Trey Williams is 34. What are you doing? He's now. You've got a window. Now. You've got a window. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely not. Hold on. I just want to so, say that because you started off like kind of romanticizing Jimmy Garoppolo. Look, there are certain things he does not terribly, but like they were 14th on third down last year as an offense sure. with all these weapons. Sure. So, but the, they could the be success worse, that he, but it's not the like they su- were great. No, but the success that he had in those, you know, two minutes left in the game, third down scenario stuff over the last five years that we've all seen, and we go, oh, it's magic. It's not magic. It's because his quick release and his way of playing football from the gun dictates what the defense can do in those situations. And yeah, but defense but, but can like, as well. We saw this with Kaepernick. Like if you if you play man to man coverage on third down against Lance, you better have a quarterback yeah. spy who can run with him. Maybe you do. Yeah, Maybe you don't. but but here but here's the other thing though right, is that we assume that everybody scouts the 49ers the way that we scout the 49ers. But how many times have you seen teams just shit the bed? I'm Excuse my language, man. But, like, the Rams blowing coverages over the middle for no reason when they know that they have to protect the hashes. I mean, teams just over – how many times did the Packers just, like, give up gash plays to Kittle over the middle over and over and over again? Look, dude, I understand. And it's like – there are things that Jimmy does well. It's tough with that quick release and yada, yada, yada. But when you know that he can't move or throw down the field or outside the numbers, I mean, you're just checking off a lot of things that you don't have to defend. And, and Lance is an upgrade. Lance, Lance is absolutely an upgrade. Over the middle right away. But, but he's 22 years old and he doesn't know where the ball is going, Grant. He's 22 years old and he doesn't know where the ball is going. You have to defend the deep ball, outside the numbers, the scramble. You have to, if you play man, you have to spy him. You have to have a spy. If you play. Otherwise, you got to play zone. I mean, we saw this play out with Colin Kaepernick. They can be very effective on third down. Right, right. And and Colin Kaepernick had, you know, a very similar – I mean, people people try to draw distinctions between Harbaugh and, and Shanahan because Shanahan seems to be more cerebral. But they're very similar in their concepts for what wins football games. Yeah, right? they want to run the ball. Yeah, funny, not Anthony Lynn worked with Greg Roman in Buffalo. Now he's working with Kyle. That's the right. carryover. Yeah. It's not just that they want to run the ball. It's that they want to dominate your spirit. They yeah. want to make it feel inevitable, right. right? That's true. And so when you have a game breaker like Colin Kaepernick, who when everything, when you finally have think that you have them bottled up, breaks out to the outside and gashes you for 80, right? Or 60 yeah. or whatever, it breaks your spirit. Right. It happened to the Packers in the playoff. They just, their spirit was broken. You yeah. could see it. They thought they'd done everything right and it was, gone so Lance can do that but he's 22 years old and I'm sorry but I I keep on hearing the oh comparisons to Russell Wilson and this and that he doesn't go know where the ball is going he's not certain like you talk about confidence issues he if he gets into a groove where he's confident in where the ball is going he looks like a world beater but in those situations where he doesn't know where the ball is going you can tell, and he's going to have quarters like that this year where they have to take the ball out of his hands because he doesn't know where it's going. He's 22 years old. He's not they an upgrade. Jimmy, man. They took the ball out of Jimmy's fucking hands all the fucking time, man. I know. I know. It's, it's nothing new. They're just going to run a little bit more. They're going to throw down field a little bit more. I think, right. look, 
to me, this and they're gonna and they're gonna go nine nine and eight. Hold on. Yeah, I think absolutely. it's fair to say that the Niners have downgraded in certain spots this year. Left guard, oh, big time. pro bowler to, to question mark. Center, pro bowler to question mark. Safety, um, far corner. Safety, dude, quarterback to me is not one of those positions. But we'll see. And Josh, I got to go. We're 10 minutes over time. Great call. This was Thank fun. Thank you, man. All in any time. Yeah, have a good one. All right, have a good one, man. Josh had to bring out the, the, the beast in me. Marco, sorry, man. Call in next time. I apologize. I really got to go. My wife's like, hey. It's time to go. Eugene, I got you next time. Thanks, everyone. Peace.